I hate this part because it's like I, I've done the same intro for fucking two years. Hi, it's Wonderpod. Hee <laughs> I don't know why I'm hung up on this now that I just like I did. We're back, bitches, last week, and now I just want to call everybody punk sluts. I I just I hate doing intros anymore. It's like Ugh. it's Wonderpod two thirty eight. If you've downloaded this from iTunes, you know that's what it is. You may not know the number, but you know it's that. No, it's WonderPod 238. We are happy to have you here with us or here wherever the hell you're at. Um, joining me this week. Oh, shit. Now, before the joining me part, you will be very happy to know that we will not be making fun of any religious deities during this show. Except, as far as I'm concerned, the Pope is still fair game, because he's not a deity, he's just the Pope. And for whatever reason in my lifetime, making Pope jokes is just a lot funnier to me. <laughs> Religious deity jokes are too easy. <laughs> it's too easy to bait people with. Pope? Pope-mobile jokes, on the other hand, I'm okay with. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do, though, and that's why I wanted to say it on the show to record it for him. Like, I understand all the kerfuffle, and I feel bad for, 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 for the folks in Paris and all that. But to me, that was like, it's just too easy. That's an easy way to piss people off. Like, let's, let's find something that's more fun to work at. If I'm, if that's my aim to piss people off, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's like running around nude in your town. Well, there you go. That's pretty cheap and easy and probably going to get you put in a cell. Um, but Pope jokes. Nope. Ever since the Pope Panzer mobile, when they, <laughs> Made John Ratzinger Pope. I've been pretty much. That is still probably one of the most. That is probably still one of the most offensive yet funniest things I think I've ever done. It crossed lines, slapping the top of the of John Pope John Paul II's Pope mobile on a Panzer tank. It crossed a lot of lines, but it's I still have a copy of it, and it still makes me giggle because I'm a lunatic. Uh, so there you go. We got that all cleared up. No deity jokes, but the occasional Pope joke probably still going to happen sometime in 2015. Joining me this week, as they always do, and they're probably starting to wonder why. First up, it's John. Hey, hey, everybody. Yeah, back back again and uh, rearing to go. Uh, also joining us this week as I take a big old sip of coffee and forget that I have a stand mic now. It's Glacinator. Hello. I keep turning this mic down and turning this mic down. Believe it or not, I was in a call with Quiglin and Agent K the other day, and my dog had decided she was going to go to sleep under my desk, and she snores. <laughs> she snores pretty loud, but I didn't think she was loud enough for them to hear. And after a while, K goes, what the hell is that noise? And I go, what noise? It sounds like you're snoring, but I know you're awake because he's fallen asleep a few times when we've been in Skype or playing games late at night there in Britain. And I said, that's probably my dog snoring. <laughs> they can hear it through the mic. And she was literally <laughs> under my desk. It's like, all right, Sophie, you need to quit snoring. Apparently that's loud. <laughs> you would breathe easy. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I don't think she'd let me do it. No, I don't <laughs> think so either. No, here's the funny part, though. The She's an Australian Kelpie mix. Mostly Kelpie, though, I, I, I would say. The previous dog I had, Cheyenne, was pure Australian Kelpie. I bet she'd let me do it. She probably wouldn't have liked it when I took it off. 
Uh, and I know for sure the old lab I had would have let me do it. He, you, you know, you remember John back in the nineties before clothes on an animal was a thing. Mm-hmm. I used to put that lab when he was about a year and a half too old in one of my old t-shirts and a pair of shorts with a fly so that his tail would go out through the fly of the shorts. So you wear them backward. Right, exactly. But he didn't care. He'd walk around like that for as long as... Well, of course he didn't care. Oh, you mean Oh, you mean just having things on him. Yeah, he, he totally... <laughs> I was, I, for some reason, I, I, made, I made that dog a person. In my yeah. Mind. And it's like, oh, I, this is so unfashionable. Reverse yeah. pants. I don't like this at all. I just thought it was awesome that the fly worked out so well. <laughs> it was dirty and yet kind of cool. Yeah, but he... Yeah. So it, it kind of makes sense to me at times why people dress up their animals. Because some of them, some animals think it's okay. And they don't really seem to give a shit. I, I will no tell... Whoop. Huh? No big whoop. Uh, I will tell you, do not try to put a Christmas hat on a horse, though. That did not end well. My horse is pretty calm, but the Christmas hat was too much for a photo. <laughs> he, he he didn't do anything bad, but he just kind of had a panic attack. And here's the problem. And I was talking about this today, actually, with, with my dad. Because they're... Get this. I live in rural Northern California, and they're talking about putting an elephant preserve up here. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you didn't hear me wrong. They're talking about making a a game preserve for elephants. So they'd be out, you know, in the quote-unquote wild. (laughs) And there's all these people panicking because they're, you know, elephants are massive. Here's my thing. After an animal gets 900 pounds and then gets angry, granted, this, this take on life could be due to my background... It's just really the size of the grease spot you become. <laughs> so to me, uh, a freaking out horse with a Santa hat on its head or a couple ton elephant, <laughs> what's the <laughs> damn difference? <laughs> so I don't, I think it'd be cool to have an elephant preserve here personally, but I seem to think I'm in the minority. That, you know. that, is, that, that is pretty neat though. I think if if it happens, right, where they're going to put it, if it happens, I want to go sit on the side of the road for like the first two weeks it's there and see how many people drive into the ditch as they're driving along on a highway where they're used to seeing cows and horses and the occasional goat. And they're driving along and all of a sudden this giant male or female elephant sticks its head over the fence or standing close to the fence. I bet you there'd be a few swerving cars. Because you're not mm-hmm. expecting to see an elephant. Animals of that size don't fright, don't terrify me. I might think differently if one was chasing me, but again, I think size is, is once you get up past a certain size, it's all relative. Just mind your P's and Q's and don't be stupid, and you generally can walk away from it. <laughs> have either of you seen an elephant up close? Or, or zoo? No. Or anything? I, yeah, I've seen neither of us. They got elephants at the zoo here in New Orleans. Do they really? Oh, yeah. A huge elephant area. How much do you? How much would you guess? Because I'm only going off of <clears throat> relative body size. How much would you guess one of those elephants weighs? I'm terrible at guessing anything <laughs> that involves numbers. <laughs> like I couldn't even tell you how long a mile is. Five thousand two hundred eighty feet. I can I tell, tell you, you that how, like, dead. I mean, like like how how long that is like oh visual, visually. 
Oh, see, I can do it with weight. I can't do it with with distance. Like, I, I, don't even, I don't even know what one pound is. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that'd be difficult for me to think of something that is exactly one pound to give you a reference. Huh? Yeah, that, that much much less a ton, you know. Mm, the, does bacon come in a pound? Uh, I don't know. I think that would would um... the phrase "pound of bacon" jumped in my brain. Well, right, but wouldn't that depend on where you're at and like how particular grocery stores? Oh, uh, oh, I'm sure it does. I just, I just wondered. I just wondered to myself. I wonder if, the, if, a, if a pack of bacon is actually a pound. Five thousand, uh, on average, an African bush elephant weighs five thousand. Holy shit! Their gestation period is six hundred sixty-nine days. That can't be right. God no, damn. yeah, that's true. That's true. Jesus, I did not know that. I'm I'm the quote unquote animal person here, and I didn't know <laughs> that. That's a, that's, a, that's a lot of pickles and ice cream. No shit. Let's see. We're about to find out. So, okay, any wild guesses what it is? I know what it is in kilograms. I'm converting it. Any wild guesses? Just give me a wild guess of how much you think. An, uh, three, t- three tons. Okay. Three tons. Oh. Uh, how about one ton? Okay, hang on. It, this is making me do far more math than I wanted to. Um, hang on. Hang on. Uh, okay. Dude, faster, you idiot. 6.1 tons. Oh, wow. So okay. a full-grown African elephant weighs 12,235 pounds. For reference, the biggest animal I've ever worked with personally. I'm rethinking my theory on the on the elephant preserve as we speak. The biggest elephant or biggest animal I've ever worked with was a Clydesdale stallion that weighed in at 2,800 pounds. About 10,000 pounds less than an African elephant. Hmm. I mean, elephants are big up close, but it's more that they're, I think they're just dense. They're just fat. Like, you, you could climb up an elephant if you wanted to. Right. I mean, people do it all the time. And no, I'm not being sarcastic. Um, well, there's an Asian elephant, too. I wonder if they're smaller. Not that I'm going to look that up because I've derailed the podcast. Let's see if they got a height on these things, and I'll give it up. Height. Um, 200. Maybe you can help me with this, John. 250 to 400 centimeters tall. 250 to 400 centimeters. How tall, how tall are you in centimeters? Well, wait a minute, you guys don't even do it in centimeters. Nah, normal things like, like common things like height and stuff. That's 13 feet. So I'm six foot two, so that's basically a little over double me. Mm-hmm. That's actually not that tall. 8.8 feet. 250, you said? No, two, well, 250 to 400. I went high end. Oh, high end. Okay. I went high end. So it's eight, okay, eight to thirteen feet. Yeah, that's double me. I'm I'm six foot. Yeah, that's that's impressive, but we'll see if it happens. You know, you know, hillbilly country folk they don't they don't like change and they don't like new things. And the thing is, is the whoever's behind it picked a perfect spot because there's literally nothing out there. In fact, to me, it'd be amusing if they escaped because literally it's miles of wilderness after that. And I'd love five years from now, somebody to be out there deer hunting or tending their pot garden or whatever else they do out there. Um, 
<laughs> and this elephant just goes rambling by. Are these cannabis-friendly elephants? I've seen what happens to cows that get eat cannabis plants. It's not pretty. But that has more to do with the way a cow works than it actually being a, a toxic plant. To a point, it's complicated. And you guys lived through the um, uh, horse jokes I did that time Quigley was in the live podcast. I don't think you want to hear about the gestation habits of a, or excuse me, digestion habits of a cow. <laughs> Tell you right now, you would not go, you would not do well in the um, elephant breeding business. <laughs> because if cattle took that long to give birth to one live young, we'd all be out of business at this point. Because that's over two years. All right, let's steer this back towards something we normally yeah, talk about. I think it's about. time to pack a dermy up this uh, segment here. Yeah, I think so. Oh, but wow. I, I feel better because it's... <laughs> nah, he's in charge of puns now. I'm, right. not, I'm not even going to give him shit about it. That one was actually better than some of the other ones he was doing. What was that, last week? <laughs> or the end of the year? <clears throat> um, So, Glace, you said you got a new game out of the eShop? Like, is I, that I even did. a thing? And don't dare say this is an indie or you're out of here. Uh, <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's a Nintendo indie. <laughs> no, when I saw the... When I Nintendo saw the, dash indie. When I saw the Nintendo Direct was coming out, I thought, is going to want to talk about that. And, ooh, nindies. That's good. Let's talk about nindies. I just had, like, this whole rant already laid out as soon as I saw Nintendo even had a Direct. That name still just enrages me instantaneously. Uh, it's not good, though. Well, it's also the concept behind it. Because that's what, the, I mean, I saw somebody try and use a, a, an indie game I've had on my PC for like a couple of years as justification to buy the Xbox One, and it, the same goes for PS4, to hold you over until, you know, uh, whatever title, AAA title's coming next. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? It just makes zero sense to me. <laughs> and the nin- and when Nintendo started to follow down the path, it was like, really? Okay, so what is this Nindy that you picked up? I gotta, I gotta believe it's gonna be pretty awesome, because you, you have pretty good taste in indie games. You've never steered me wrong. Oh, well, thank you. Uh... <laughs> But um, my brother is still here before he goes back to college. And we were looking at getting a good co-op game. Uh, and so we, were, we went to GameStop the other day, and we we're looking at the new Borderlands game and whatnot. And we're like, ah, do we really want to play this? Uh, and so we decided not to. And we went back home, and I researched what was on the eShop, if there's anything good on there. And there's a game called Chariot. Um, and at first glance, it seems really kind of dumb. But uh, it's pretty fun. What, what basically the point of the game is uh, there's this king who dies, and you're like, you're his two knights, basically. And you have to carry his chariot through the catacombs, through the royal catacombs. And so if you don't have the chariot with you, you can't progress. So the chariot has to get to the end of the level. And you can either push the chariot, and you have ropes that you can pull the chariot with. And so you play with two people, so like... Uh, the normal thing that will happen is if you have to go up some stairs, you'll have one person that goes up the stairs and sends down a rope to pull up the chariot, and the person behind will push, or someone will jump up a ledge and then pull up the chariot while someone dangles from the chariot and climbs up the chariot. So uh, I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. Uh, 
I can't really, it might be best just to look up gameplay of it, but I mean, it's really fairly simple, but it gets very complex, very fast with how you have to get past hazards. Um, there's a lot, a lot of swinging involved. Like uh, one person will hang the chariot off of a ledge uh, and then someone, someone will climb down the chariot and then swing off of the chariot onto another ledge. And then that person on the new ledge will hold the chariot off the ledge while you swing on the chariot again and climb up again from that. And sort of like a tag team effort, I guess. Uh, we've only played maybe four levels, but each level takes about 25 minutes. Uh, and I think there's 40 levels. So it's a pretty long game. Uh, it's $15, which is pricey, but uh, I, would, I, really, I would really only suggest getting it if you have someone else to play with, because that makes it pretty fun. It's kind of amusing, the, the way the physics work when you start swinging off, you know, off ledges and whatnot. But, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, what, what would you put that price, or what would you price that at? I think it should have been $7. I think it should have been half price. I struggle with this all the time. Kay and I talk about constantly and on damn near daily basis about how everybody's just stuck on this, like, you know, set breakdown of prices for certain level games. I mean, 15 bucks to me, it better have a lot of content to it. I think I only paid 18 for seven days to die, and that's a survival game that you could play unendingly if it hooks you, you know, or when you're hooked in it. I mean, I've easily gotten my 18, 15 to 18 bucks out of it. You know, I, I think one of the biggest, uh, biggest changes or, or, or evolutions that the gaming industry is going to have to make is the concept that there's a whole spectrum of prices you could use. You know, it's almost like the seven to 10, review scale <laughs> you know it's it's a one to ten scale but we only use seven out of ten or seven to ten and and i, I think the company that hurts the most is nintendo you know i everybody i talk mm -hmm. to that talks about their eShop stuff it's either 15 bucks or or you know five bucks and usually those are only worth like you're saying seven to eight bucks or one to two bucks yeah, there there are no games on there that are ninety nine cents. And, and if they're if they are like a dollar or two dollars, they're usually they're they're not that great. Mm -hmm. Do they have like periodic sales on the eShop at this point? Have they figured out there's, that? There's much? a cool sale coming up, but that's about the direct. So I don't know if you want to talk about that right now. Uh, well, I mean, we could we could. Uh... Uh, I, I will mention I was I was browsing before the show and there there is a, a decent there's a decent sale going on right now. Uh, yeah. there's, there's actually there's two sales. One is for this Nintendo throwback deal, uh, a bunch of old Nintendo games, including Mario uh, the edition of the Mario Galaxy Two Wii game. Uh, but then the other one, uh, I'm, I'm afraid to say, is a Nintendo in Indies uh, sale. There's a bunch of independent games on sale. Like Guacamelee is on there for is a pretty decent one and SteamWorld Dig uh is on there as well. I guess, you know, now that you Up say over. that now that you say that, John, and obviously my ranting about Nindies is, is well known and I bring it because I bring it up every time. It's not so much that they're on there. And I don't think I've made that fact clear that in the past 
It's that they're used as a marketing point. We got it. You all have massive love for indie titles. Good for you. Sony was the first to pick up on this and has done, quote-unquote, once you cut through the PRBS, the best job of of accommodating independent games. Uh, Microsoft started out okay. Then they kind of went in the crapper. um, And they're digging their way back out. And Nintendo's maybe figuring it out. But don't don't use it as a marketing point for your hardware. Ugh, and don't give it a cutesy-poo name. Uh, above yeah. all else. It is pretty cutesy-poo, isn't it? Oh, God. Uh, you know, it's... <laughs> well, there's some things that are for kids, and I understand that. But I don't think there's going to be too many kids that want to play Limbo. So why does it need a cutesy-poo name? You know, most indies aren't necessarily for kids. Uh, you know, but... I, we could talk about the specific sales in the if we get more into the direct. I just was wondering if they had them because even mm-hmm. Steam, you know, Steam did, has its you know fall sale and Christmas sale and all that, but they always have daily deals. Gog always has daily deals. Green Man Gaming always has daily deals. Even Origin, God love them, is got daily deals and things that are on special, you know, and mm-hmm. and. I, I'm pretty sure, not because they do it, I just did in general sense, you talk, you know, uh, publishers into letting you discount their wares, it probably brings in revenue. Mm-hmm. And so considering a lot of Nintendo's eShop stuff is their own stuff, discounting it a little bit to get it in more hands, you know. But I'm glad you said something, John, because Guacamelee, especially, even though I didn't get through a lot of it, it's a game that needs to get in as many hands as possible. Mm-hmm. Limbo is a game that needs to get in as many hands as possible. Uh, even something like Fez is something, I think, that has enough interesting bits to it, even if its creators completely batshit crazy and, and, and brings a lot of abuse on himself, unlike other people. It's a game that needs to get in as many hands as possible. I just don't need to hear it touted as a reason to buy a five hundred fucking dollar console, cause it's not. <laughs> it's you know, three fifty. I yeah, you know what I meant, smart ass. <laughs> yeah, what what is is the is the Wii U basically down to three fifty? I think it's three hundred, isn't it? Uh, you... It depends what bundle you get. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, there are so many damn SKUs for it. It's probably three to three fifty. I think you're both probably right. The ones I was looking at right after Christmas, when I thought about taking the plunge and then realized I had this, this, and this to pay for January and February, uh, decided that wouldn't be such a smart, prudent decision on my part. They were through all three fifty, but that was with a game or two and maybe maybe other stuff. I I don't recall now. So okay, so John. Are yes. are ill conceived and badly <clears throat> done in by your Wii U dying um, bit did not uh, has meant that we basically killed the bat. You didn't yeah. feel right about about taking my money, which it, it, is, yeah, it's, not, it's not fair. It's rare when that happens, but I thank you kindly because most people that know me including my friends, would take the money and run like hell. Um, and I probably ask for most of what I get. Uh, and so don't. I'm not saying I don't deserve it. So I appreciate that. And we'll, we'll figure out some other way 
during 2015 for you guys to get free shit out of me. Uh, maybe even the audience. But, um, but uh, you finally unwrapped... And now I've forgotten the name of the game. <laughs> Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> Such really... a long and boring-ass intro. I forgot what the fuck we were talking about. Uh, you, you finally unwrapped Hyrule Warriors and played it with Peter, if, I, yes. if Facebook is to be believed. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first question out of the gate, before you even tell us anything about the game, uh, and I think you can answer this without telling us anything specific, is it age-appropriate? Because that was one of the things we talked about Mm-hmm. Uh, before you even bought it, before you it even came out, I think. Well, um, well, based on what we've played so far, which has been the first, uh, the first uh, battleground and a part part of the second, I will say on on a violence level, uh, it's it's fine. It's no worse than any other Zelda game with you using your sword to attack uh, other enemies. Um, I will say that some of the some of the women in it are a little bit voluptuous, uh, but not, but not, you know, distractingly so. I don't think, but because that was that was that was a note that some people had that some that the women were 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 strong women, like they weren't, you know, passive. They were fighters, and like even Zelda herself doesn't. Uh, she, you know, she she is a leader, not a uh, you know a princess um, in distress, but. And not that not that Zelda is, is sexualized, but like some of the side characters and the fairies and stuff. Yeah, there's some there's some you know there's some stuff going on there. <laughs> but it's not but it's not I, I really don't think it's inappropriate. It's just noticeable compared does, to Zelda games, maybe. How does this sound? Eye candy for dad, but not ruining it to the point where the, where your son cannot play it. Uh, I suppose so. Uh it it, it, it kind of makes me think of something Peter said about uh, his uh, Disney Infinity figures. And I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but he, uh, you know, he got the Marvel superheroes one. Um, you know, the it came with the pack with Iron Man and Thor and Black Widow, and we bought a couple more Donald Duck, and we got a Hulk for Christmas and that kind of thing. And we and uh, I was at the store, and they were on sale at at, uh, at Target, which is about to go out of business here in Canada, and or and. Um, the uh, at Target they were on sale for eight bucks, so I called, I sent Wanda a message saying, you know, there's a bunch here. Does Peter want Rocket Raccoon? Does he want Tinkerbell? Does he want, you know, who? Right? And so, and that, those were his two choices: Rocket Raccoon and Tinkerbell. And and when he got Tinkerbell, <laughs> the first thing he, for one of the first things he said was, "Daddy, she's got boobs." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, so she does." <laughs> how, how, how about that? <laughs> like, try not try, downplaying the comment, right? And but you know, so the first thing when we were well that I, that I thought of when we were playing Hyrule Warriors, we got to this part where you know, if anyone recalls from uh, Ocarina of Time, you know, the the, the fairy has these, you know, is this big fairy comes out of the fountain and 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 she has you know, big pointy boobs, and in this one she has. Big boobs too, and uh, I was waiting for the comment to come from Peter, and uh, it, it didn't happen. And I'm just so I'm 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 just gonna, I'm gonna leave it alone and see if he if he says anything. But but uh, yeah, that's how you know from an appropriate le- appropriateness level for him. It, it's I, I think it's fine. It, it's, it's nothing nothing worse than a regular Zelda game, except that it's noticeable. Like I said, my my second question to you would be. 
given that this is a mashup for all intents and purposes with I wouldn't call it a cult favorite, but at least a niche game uh, that's Dynasty Warriors, <laughs> which is known for being pretty much mashing three or four buttons over and over again, which mm-hmm. I know two people that uh, I know personally who are massive fans of Dynasty Warriors. Uh, and I've just never gotten off my lazy ass and purchased a copy of them, any of them, even though I've got devices that'll play it. Uh, how is that working out for you, given that that there's probably a lot of the Dynasty Warriors feel to this crossover title? Yeah, I uh, I mean, I, I haven't played a proper Dynasty Warrior Dynasty Warriors game myself, but I can tell that that the DNA is there uh, of a, of a Dynasty Warriors game. That those parts, I mean, the, the combat for, I mean, if we're going to get into a, you know appropriateness, not so much on a on a uh, on a level of you know violence and sexuality, but on a level of is it too much for a four year old or five year old to to get. The, the combat is fine. Running around the field and just laying in the dudes is fine. But you, when you start getting into the weapons and upgrading and going to the to the what's I can't remember what it's called now, but the is it the equivalent of the shop to buy upgrades and like everything has a description, there's lots of words and reading and and understanding what things do. Uh, that might not be appropriate for Peter F five. So it's good it's good that I'm playing with him to explain what we're doing and and kind of get through those those bits quickly to get back to the fighting if you know what i mean but it, it it's not maybe you haven't played it long enough to find if i find out if it's even with uh zelda characters and things it, it becomes too repetitive because that fairly or unfairly and dynasty warriors fans would tell you unfairly that's the average gamer's complaint about Dynasty Warriors is mm-hmm. it's a one button masher that becomes super repetitive. Yeah, um, I mean it. It is. I mean uh, the the way the gameplay goes, you have a, a weak attack on Y, a strong attack on X. A is your special attack when you uh, when you build up your meter, and uh, so far the, my right trigger is uh, our bombs. And that's like the item, depending on what item you have selected. And B is um, something called focus, which I haven't, other than it kind of slows the action down a bit, so you can lay into a, a bunch of dudes, you know, in rapid succession. Um, you know, that that's B, and that's kind of all they do. I, 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 I don't know at this point where we're so early in the game if there's going to be more thing, like more moves. Like, there's a few places where it mentions combos like rather than going y y y y y if you go y y x there's a might be a slightly different attack or it's a different combo um but for you know again for me i can i can look a little deeper into those things and 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 get something more out of it i think but for peter like simple simple is good he just wants to just go after the goblins and and wreck them right and that's probably the perfect platform to do it Mm mm-hmm you could always, if you find yourself getting into it, could always play it after he's gone to bed. Yeah. Oh, well, and, well, it's 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 a funny thing you say that because um, your like my game save is my game save. If I if I like I can't uh, if I if I progress in the game, I I don't unlock levels in my in the free play or the challenge modes until I finish them on le- on the legendary uh, campaign mode, right? 
So, you know, <laughs> Peter, Peter, we played, we played the first, the first battleground and, and then we, then by myself, single player at the time, because you couldn't do two player. And then when we, when we beat it on, on the challenge or the free play, two player were, were, were in that. And then when we played the second level on, on the on the campaign, suddenly there was two player again. So I don't know. Maybe we've unlocked on two multiplayer, but and let us progress that way. But um, yeah, it's it's a good thing that I can play with him. You know what the funny other funny thing is? I just realized you said he's five. He's almost I, five. Yeah. Right. I what was he about two years old? Just barely two years old when you started doing this show with us. Yes. I keep you. I keep thinking he's only. You know, he's not aging. He's Dorian Gray. I <laughs> in my head when you said, I'm like, he's five now. <laughs> I give my the human response to my head. Was, he's almost five now. What? What the hell? <laughs> you know. And you post pictures of him on Facebook all the time, and it's like, it just never re- registers with me. <laughs> now, if I could just convince myself I'm not aging, I'd be in good shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so overall, right at this point, uh, was it a worthy purchase? If for no, no other reason than Peter gets to smash stuff and have fun, I think so. I mean, the I, I, I'm enjoying the, uh, the the story. The story mode is pretty like Zelda light. It moves along pretty fast. There, the the cutscenes are are pretty. The music is fun. Uh, it's kind of like Zelda Zelda music, but with a little a little more of an upbeat, uh, you know, backbeat to it. Uh, some you know, you know, more some more guitars going on, like like distorted guitars going on during the songs, and the energy keeps up pretty good. And um, and and you know, the, showing him the map, the map, the map's pretty important because it shows you the entire battleground. And getting Peter used to the using the map and understanding where he is and where his next objective is, because because unlike Zelda games, you kind of ex, you know you just explore, and this one is specifically go to the east wall where you you know and defend it, and we, so you have to kind of look at your arrow where you're going and get over there and uh, and be able to and find your way back if you have to backtrack to a different place, you know. So it's you know once he gets that down, it'll, you know rather than just following me, I, it'll 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 be even better, I think. I can send him to one location while I take on the other and. Meet up again. It, it, I, I think there's potential here for a pretty good uh, two-player experience. Glace, any thoughts or questions about Hyrule Warriors for John before we move on to something else? Uh, I mean, I had played it uh, at a kiosk at the GameStop a, a while ago, uh, and it just seemed pretty hack and slash. I mean, it seemed fun, but mm-hmm. well, that, well, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, is, is hack and slash. Yeah. Who have you unlocked? Have you unlocked a lot of people yet? Uh, I've got Impa. I've got well, Link. You, uh, you start off with Link. I've I got Impa. Um, I've got the first, the first uh, sort of boss you fight. He, he unlocked right away, and another girl named Cia. Cia. I don't know what uh, if she's just fresh for the game. Um, when I scanned my my amiibo, uh, it unlocked a new weapon. The 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 spinner. Um, this wheel that 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 uh, Link rides, kind of like a like a like a, a hoverboard almost that goes around the uh, the area. Yeah, that's and, from uh, Twilight Princess, right? Exactly, exactly, yeah. And yeah. Um, what amiibo so was that? That? Uh, that was the Link amiibo. Okay. And uh, a, fun, a funny story when you when you you know you scan your, your amiibo the first time I did it, it says, "Hey, you got an amiibo," and 
you know every you can scan your amiibo your amiibo once a day and get a, and get a prize uh and so I scanned link I got uh the spinner you know pretty good pretty good little surprise right so then my uh, my only other amiibo is my is my Wii Fit trainer and uh that I got <laughs> Peter cracked open when I you know when I didn't have a chance to stop him and uh anyway I scanned her and she gave me one measly rupee <laughs> that was it. And so I can get. I presume I can was get. Was on uh, the same day? Or... What's that? Was that on the same day as you did the spinner? Yeah, yeah, it was right back to back, right? And it, it's, maybe it, it's on it, different days, maybe. No, no, it says if you have five. It actually tells you if you have. You you can use your your one amiibo and scan it once a day. If you have five amiibos, you can get five prizes a day. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty lackluster for her. Kind of felt bad for the poor thing, but cause I don't, I don't know, I don't know how much use she's gonna get. I'll, I'll get my Wii Fit trainer costume in Mario Kart 8 when I get around to scanning that. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to get a couple more other ones. Uh, I find it pretty funny. And damn it, I closed the window. I got to get this out. I got to get this out. We're going to move on to something super quick to get it out. Uh, Hotline Miami 2 from Devolver Digital. Worst color palette ever, but awesome game. Is is probably not going to get rated in Australia because of an implied rape scene. The uh, One of the lead developers, and I'm not going to be able to say his name super correctly because I closed the damn window and I can't find it again. Jotun Swordstrom obviously Swedish, basically told the Australians that if, if it doesn't get released, pirate it. You don't even need to send us money. Just enjoy <laughs> the game. Jeez. I, you know, they haven't made a game yet that I want to play, but I really like the guys at Devolver Digital. You know, because that's them saying, do that. Mm-hmm. You know, because Australia is famous for uh, not allowing, uh, you know, things to go on so it's uh oh wait here we go uh yeah yeah it was yeah it was designer if it ends up not being released in australia just pirate it after release <laughs> designer jotun's soder soder man some of my scandinavian friends hear that they're gonna kill me because they've been trying to teach me how to pronounce those names uh, wrote in an email reply to a fan from Australia. No need to send us money. Just enjoy the game. Devolver Digital confirmed to, for ours that this is genuine. And uh, fictional developer CFO Fork Parker tweets a confirmation that this is legit as well. Uh, you know, they say that that Fork Parker account's fake. <laughs> I'm sorry. That seems like one guy way too much for me. I mean, I know that's the point of the Fork Parker account. If you don't follow it on Twitter, it's really hilarious. You should. Um, but I, I think that's kind of cool in a, in a qu- quick uh, quick thing. The other thing I want to get to real quick, like, was that uh, starting Friday, and I don't know if this is just in the U.S., I think, uh, but I'll look here a little bit more in a minute. Uh, the Xbox One is going, the connectless SKU is going back down to 349 for an undetermined period. <laughs> I guess it didn't sell very many after they put it back up. I, I, maybe, but I think maybe they just decided that it sold. So, I think, I'm thinking the other way. It sold so many that the hell with it. We'll get it, we'll make it up on volume. 
Oh, okay, yeah. You know, you start looking at your spreadsheets and think, well, we sold this many over this period, and you start doing all that business stuff that nobody wants to hear about on this fucking show, including me. You realize that, you know, you sell by price or by volume. You know, I mean, that's really what it comes down to when you boil it down to common sense, nuts and bolts English. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, the the numbers I was confident in and saw during their original price break tells me that they'll be able to sell a lot more of them um, that way. Or they just went back to really stagnant sales, like you said. <laughs> but... I think that's going to end up becoming a permanent price drop, don't you, gentlemen? I'd say so. I'd hope so. Yeah, three fifty is more reasonable, and I suspect it, we'll see if Sony hangs on. Mm-hmm. Sony, oh my! Did you guys see PSA almost back down again? Okay, yet again, yeah. I I, I got to step away for one second, guys. Okay. Did you see it was the, the PSA was? There's was a weird noise in my house. I got to go see what that was. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um. Did you see that, Glace? The PSN was down again? Or did again? you hear... No, I did not. Yeah. I have, I... Been, I have been out of the PlayStation loop, like, completely these past three months. Haven't been playing with your uh, Vita? I played... Actually, I played Assassin's Creed Liberation a bit in the car uh, on the way to skiing. But other than that, it's been pretty dry. So you still do use that? I, I use it really, really casually. It's like if I have nothing else to do and I don't want to play Mario Party with my brothers on DS, then I'll pull out the Vita. Because I mean, I have Assassin's Creed Liberation, I have Little Big Planet 2, and I have Tearaway, which are all great games. Yeah, they are. So, I mean, there they're, they're are good games on Vita, it's just there's not, there's not a lot of good games. So. Well, doesn't it get to a saturation point where you have so damn many devices that are capable of playing games and so little time yeah yeah i <laughs> for sure uh, because, because i have i have the vita you know then i have the ds i have the 3ds uh you know i have I've, my my laptop and my iphone and well i was just gonna go off of let's call them <clears throat> even though the laptop is let's call them portable handhelds and so that's basically you've got the ds which is still relevant if you're doing things like you said, playing Mario Party, uh, which apparently soon I think you're going to be able to do that on the 3DS. Um, Mar- you know, DS, 3DS, Vita, and iPhone. That's four mobile devices for you to choose from <laughs> right yeah. off the bat. And so, yeah, that's that's kind of... Yeah, because even I put time wasters on my android phone in case i'm sitting somewhere and have to wait or for something yeah i still have a game boy advance games too because the original ds can play gba games so that's like a whole nother set of junk was that the first SKU that ever came out for ds or did was that a secondary all right i'm back okay what uh we're talking about handheld stuff we were just basically chatting while you were gone oh okay seeing if Jason or Freddie had made it into your house. Oh, uh, uh, I'm going to give you the most Can- Canadian response to the noise. Uh, it was Wanda's snowshoes tipping over. Yes, that is really stereotypical Canadian. <laughs> you can't even, I couldn't even find a way to make that like sound less Canadian than it actually is. <laughs> or, or far North American in the, or far U.S. 
far north U.S. I would expect that in like parts of Michigan, New England, uh, the Dakotas. <laughs> but uh, no, what I was asking, Glace, is were all DSs able to play the Game Boy Advance cartridges, or was that a, like a secondary SKU that they released later? No, only the original DS. Oh, so it was first, and then it yeah. didn't do it for other ones. Okay, cool. Well, the DS Lite too, I guess. But yeah, I guess you are. Uh, question, actually, let's let's backtrack for just a quick second, even though now more stuff is piling up that we have we could talk about this week. Um, and none of, and none of us prepared. I like it when shit works like this. Um, I wouldn't hold your breath at lasting all of 2015. The PSN and Xbox Live were down like right after Christmas for a couple days, and then Sony seemed to take. I give Microsoft props; they seem to get theirs back up when it goes down for whatever reason, a shit ton faster than Sony does. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there was a a hacktivist or or thug group. Fuck it, you know what? They they want to find me fine. Fuck them. Uh, a bunch of little fucking punk bitches claimed they took it down. Now, maybe they did, or maybe they think made things worse. But I seem to recall back in 2007 when I bought my Xbox 360 on Christmas Day with a copy of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare. It wasn't exactly kittens and roses getting onto Xbox Live that day either. <laughs> yeah. What, what, I guess my question to you, gents, just super quick, since we didn't get to it last week, and it's just something I've thought about a little bit, uh, especially with as mouthy as those little bitches are, doing absolutely nothing to prove nothing, uh, except fucking normal people, as per usual, uh, or people who haven't done a damn thing wrong. Do you, how much, how much do you think it was hackers and how much do you think it was just glut of people getting hardware for Christmas, John? Uh, I, 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 personally, I think it was in the middle of a perfect storm and, you know, I, I think to, the traffic and, 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 uh, tra- traffic is, had to have been a, a big part of it. Had to have been, I mean, so many people had that much stuff during Christmas. It had to have been right. Glace, what about you? Oh, I'll say hackers, based off of my usual philosophy. So you think it was more hackers than just people yeah. getting new hardware? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to give them that much credit. You might very well be right. I just, it, at this point, it's jumped the shark. I don't see the point. All you're doing is fucking average people. How is that in any way protesting or proving anything? That's what I don't get anymore. Uh, it's like, e- even the Sony email thing, like, at least made some kind of sense you know you're embarrassing a giant corporation (laughs) but actually embarrassing higher-ups in that giant corporation and movie stars it's really hard for me not to at least laugh at that (laughs) i i i'm i'm kind of more of a mind of it was 50 50 because it was a ddos attack which is denial service which means you're just basically trying to make their servers so busy that they nobody else can connect to them which is essentially what thousands of people getting new hardware does, mm-hmm. you know. So I, 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 in a way, don't want Glace to be right, but probably think he is. Uh, but at the same time, I, I want to think that maybe it was fifty-fifty. It was ridiculous either way. Again, another reason why 
really glad I didn't bother with flopping down 300 to $500 for a fucking console <laughs> during Christmas. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if consumers will start moving away from the holidays just for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would have been pretty pissed off if I had spent a lot of money on a on a, uh, a system that I couldn't use. How much realistically, though? Like, okay, it lasted like, god damn it. It lasted like three or four days, right? Let's say at most, and I don't remember because after the first couple of headlines, I just went, oh, God, and glazed over and stopped paying attention. I think PSN was down long, way longer than Xbox Live was, if I recall it, right. It was, yeah. Uh, how much right do you legitimately have to get mad, though? Because it's like, yeah, that's four days that you couldn't get on in like an eight-year life cycle of a device you're going to use for eight years. I mean, it's I, I get that it's frustrating, but isn't it just a drop in the bucket to the amount of time you'll actually use the damn thing? And the, and you'll probably get a, get those days back. You know, any, I think both of them copped to it and gave people time. If I know Sony did, I don't know about MS. Yeah, they usually do when if there's a if there's some kind of an outage of any significant length. But yeah, it's it's. Gleisner said it since he joined the show. Hacker's gonna hack, but at this point, they're getting to the point where they have no reason to. I and, and what's gonna happen ultimately? I think if you if you were one of the people that was frustrated or annoyed by this by this outage, and think it was caused by hackers, is they're getting brazen enough now that they're gonna start getting caught in greater numbers. You start to, because whatever Meathead Squad had that, I think they were called Lizard Squad or something like that. Let's call them fuckfaces, because that's what they are. They had, like, multiple active Twitter accounts that they kept jumping to, so Twitter couldn't ban them. It's like, you know, when Anonymous start kicked off this trend, you know, the, the, the absolute pit under 4chan and Reddit and NeoGav, they did exactly what they said they were. <laughs> They did it pretty much anonymously outside of maybe a press release to take credit for it because uh, it was offshoot to them that got Sony the first time or mm -hmm. it personally affected our very own John Kind. Uh, but the now they're they're taunting and 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 baiting people on social media. That just to me always seems like it's going to lead to a sloppiness that's going to get you caught. And. There's a lot of governments and, and people who've had it with this shit. <laughs> and they're going to start throwing people in cells. You know. And I have a sneaking suspicion that a lot of the people behind this uh, stuff aren't going to do well in prison. <laughs> the term prison bitch comes to mind. You know, I mean, it's just, it's... It's not good, people. I really wouldn't recommend it. Uh, I was a complete idiot when I was in my teens and 20s and managed to avoid a jail cell just because I didn't want to freaking end up in one. Um, let's go to a happier topic. Well, maybe a happier topic. Because it, too, has its controversy around it that we're not touching with a 10-foot pole. Because, hey, actually, what the fuck am I saying? I could mention anything and you could probably find somebody that's pissed off about it. Any topic. Uh, but what we're going to talk about is the Oscars. And I thought I had the entire list of nominees of the Oscars up. And I apparently didn't. Um, 
But we're going to talk about the Oscars. I, I think the first thing uh, out of the gate for me is the fact that I haven't seen it yet because I want to see it on, on DVD, Blu-ray, or downloadable is the fact that the Budapest Hotel, Grand Hotel, did extremely well. Uh, and it's a comedy, something that the Academy generally tends to shy away from as they did as they did fantasy and sci-fi until Lord of the Rings woke them up. Um, were you surprised by that, Glaze? How well the, that that movie did? Uh, yeah, I mean, especially looking at the, what the other nominees, I mean, there's a lot of Oscar bait here. And uh, that that movie definitely was not. So it's refreshing to see that in a lot of categories. If I had to take a guess, and there there's a certain level of cynicism here, given that I agree with the topic and I'm glad the movie got made, I would have to say that Selma was probably going to walk away with it. And, and, and I'm... I think there's a way for that to be a legitimate choice, but I'm afraid it's not going to be for legitimate reasons that it gets picked. I would love... I mean, I have nothing against the movie being made. I have nothing against the movie. I plan to watch it. I've talked to a few people who have seen it and said it was... It it it, per, it encapsulates the civil rights movement of the 60s excellently. Uh, but... I, I I'm I'm thinking it's probably going to win. I would love if the Grand Budapest Hotel won, just purely because it's a Wes Anderson comedy that every trailer I see. It's the only movie or game or anything where I've watched the tra- one trailer multiple times because it made me laugh that hard. <laughs> it was a great movie. Did you actually go see it? Uh, I, I watched it. I watched it on uh, on uh, our new tablet. Um... Oh, is it on Netflix? Yeah, totally is. I guess I will be watching that. No, it's on on Netflix. I didn't either. I guess Uh, uh, we'll be watching that tomorrow night. At the very least, it's on Canadian Netflix. I don't know about the U.S., though. I have my ways. I would suspect it's probably on U.S. Netflix. I I would suspect so. I'm not saying the Canadians are inferior, don't get me wrong, but usually if if it's on everybody else's, it's on ours. Yeah, usually. Um, Anything else from the... From from the best picture category, that's that's uh, ringing your bells, gentlemen. Uh, I, I've heard good things about Whiplash. Um, that's I think that's the one. I'm, yeah, the the drum teacher one. Um, but I, I I haven't seen it yet. But it's on my radar, and as as well as Birdman. I want to I want to see what that's all about. Yeah, me too. Birdman looks very weird. Which is going to appeal to me, obviously. Yeah, me too. And as much as, oh no, piercing the fourth wall, as much as it's fun to enrage John with the Batman Keaton thing, Michael Keaton as an actor outside of Batman is an excellent, excellent actor. And I am not shocked at all that he pulled this role off. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. there, were, there were people actually questioning, well, is he going to be any good in this? He's a damn good actor. Still not my favorite Batman. There, <laughs> there, I'll come down off the ledge that much. But of course, that's pretty easy to say when you're competing against Christian Bale. Um, you know, but still, it, it's it, to me, it's interesting. Uh, 
it's an interesting concept for a film. Does anybody else think that the Birdman mask looks a little bit like Batman's mask with a beak shoved on it? I, I In some stills I've seen, I think that they're playing on the fact that Keaton was at one time Batman. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, I, I, don't think, I, I don't think it's an accident. Yeah, exactly. I think it's deliberate. I don't think it's parody. It, if if anything, it's it's probably homage at best to that. Um, I you know I was gonna say something about American Sniper, but I, I'm not going to be mean <laughs> tonight. I, I I I will say this. I I don't think that the subject matter behind American Sniper is the most factual. But I think as a movie about uh, a, an, an American military personnel's experience in a theater of war, it probably stands up really well. I just wouldn't take it as gospel. Let's put it that way. I think that's a good way to put it because that's these guys heard a much <laughs> a nicer, less nice rant <laughs> before the show. I think that was my problem with it, or my dilemma was I, everybody that's seen it has told me it's it's an excellent uh, dramatized portrayal of, of of military in a combat zone. But again, my my I do have issues with the source material, and I I, I don't know. I think since things like Restrepo came out and a couple others. I'm not as interested in military, current military films based on true stories. Because you're pretty hard to top Restrepo for, you know, what it's, as close as a civilian is ever going to understand to what it's like. You know, and I have to thank Glace again for, for telling me about that one. Uh, because I've I've watched it a couple times. Um, okay, let's move on to actor. I almost want to say Steve Carroll here, and, and I hated him in The Office. <laughs> what? I hated, I, I hated the American Office. Didn't like it at all. So good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, pretty good. I know. <clears throat> I know. It's just like my hatred of Will Ferrell. I am in the fucking minority, but I don't care. I know, and that's again. It's one of those dilemma things. Steve Carroll is an amazing actor. <laughs> I just sorry. Nothing's better than a British Office. Gervais all the way. End of story. <laughs> you know, so that's that's really where that comes down to. Um, but but I'm kind of glad to see Steve Carroll do something like this. Is, I, it, is that his first uh, nomination? Oh, yeah, I would imagine so. I, yeah, do you, what what do you think? Uh, 40-year-old virgin was rolling in Oscar nominations? <laughs> well, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Best, for best, yeah, best actor. But I was wondering if he had a... Smaller role in some smaller film. I I I really think this is his first stab at a real serious drama type role that gets you nominated for Oscars. Okay. Um, there's been some kerfuffle around that movie too with the way the the wrestler guy was portrayed. I think it was kind of minor, honestly. But who do you guys like in that category? I'll probably pull him for for Michael Keaton. Um, I'm probably going to end up seeing uh, the, the imitation game at some point, but I don't, I don't. Again, I don't know a whole lot about it, but just just for the sake of it, Michael Keaton, I wouldn't mind seeing him winning that. 
Glaze. Yeah, the only movie I saw on this list was The Invitation Game. And, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch was good, but, I mean, he wasn't, like, <clears throat> I didn't think it was Oscar-worthy. I... It was a very by-the-books movie. No, nothing really surprised me about it. Going off of how the Oscars normally go, I'm really hoping Benedict Cumberbatch wins it because I don't want Bradley Cooper winning it for American Sniper. <laughs> Again, I, 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 have, I have nothing against the film existing. I just have enough issue with the source material. I really don't want to do shit at the Oscars. I, I, and honestly, if I look at the talent, my, my emotional pick is Carol, but on, on acting talent, I don't know, and I may be a complete freaking idiot for, for not knowing anything about Eddie Redman or Redmayne, but honestly, going off of what I know, I would say that it, it's probably between Keaton and Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch is a lot of people's favorite <clears throat> male actor right now, and not yeah. you know yeah. not not for looks, but but. As much as I may have a problem with with parts of American Sniper, Bradley Cooper was really good in American Hustle. You know, and I think that helped him get nominated for Best Actor this year. Um, Probably. How about Best Actress? I hate Gone Girl for sure, hundred percent. I hate to say it, but I'm actually gonna have to watch a fucking Ben Affleck film. It was. I have had so many. I I said the same thing going into it. I came out. I was like, well. Yeah. I just ate all the words I said before. So. Oh no. Oh no. It, I will I will make this declaration right now. Even if I like Gone Girl when I see it, that is not stopping me from crapping on him for everything else. No, I just meant in that role. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um I'd say it's probably down between Rosamund Pike and, and Marion Coulthard. Ah, fuck, she's French. I don't know. The story that Reese Witherspoon's in, The Wild, I've actually read up quite a bit about the story. I kind of want to read that book more than I want to see the movie, and that has that's nothing against Reese Witherspoon. Um, but that that I really don't have a, a pick in that one. Actor in a supporting role. How about you guys? I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull him for J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, J.K. Simmons. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would, but I am such a homer for Robert Duvall. <laughs> it's, it's just I'm a fanboy. Sorry, Lonesome. I'm a hick. I'm, I, I'm technically a cattle ranch hand. I love Lonesome Dove, Robert Duvall. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> I, and I honestly couldn't tell you who I think is going to win this one. It's, it's an interesting. Although, I don't know. Ed Norton probably should have won one for American History X. If they make up for that and give him one, I'd probably be pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm. The only one I saw out of this was Boyhood. I feel like they might give it to Ethan Hawke just because it's artsy. That, that, they are known for that <laughs> at times. But I don't know if Ethan Hawke has the cred or standing in Hollywood that some of these other guys do. I think Duvall's probably too old. Oh no, ageism. J.K. Simmons is a damn good actor though. He <laughs> I mean, is, you can't. I, I, I can't discount that. As much as I'm a fanboy of Duvall, um, J.K. Simmons is, is 
he's he's the definition of a character actor and to, and to my mind that's what actor in a supporting role or actress in a in a supporting role was meant to be when it was conceived you know mm-hmm. uh support actress in a supporting role oh i don't, I don't know about this one <laughs> Keir knightley wins i'm gonna laugh because there's gonna be a lot of fucking arts and croissant people trying to hang themselves simultaneously and the thing is is knightley's a pretty good actor actress you know, I mean that just because she was in the Pirates movies. Oh fucking no! Guess what? Michael Keaton was in a lot of crappers, and so was uh, who the hell else was I making fun of? Um, Steve Carroll. You know, forty year old virgin. I think the Pirate movies are slightly more artsy than forty year old virgin. Um, I think they'll give it to the boyhood person again. As I just remember the mom in that movie being very Patricia it, Arquette. See, yeah, she's a very the, tragic character in that movie. That's the other thing, weird. too. Emma Stone's pretty young. Keira Knightley's pretty young. You have Meryl Streep and Patricia Arquette, both two damn good actresses. Um, I, I, I could see it reasonably going to either of them, given how Hollywood and the Academy tends to work. <laughs> Should have been writing some of this down, because I think we're probably going to be all wrong. But uh, this is just a fun thing to do. Maybe I could not be lazy for once and... Uh, Actually, okay, so the last one that we'll do, because I don't think anybody in our audience gives a flying fuck about costume design or directing or cinematography. Um, animated feature film. <laughs> Have you seen Big Hero 6 yet? Uh, everybody, I even the most curmudgeonly curmudgeons I know have seen, outside of me, have seen Big Hero 6 and think it's fucking awesome. I want to see it, but I haven't seen it yet. Same. I want to see it really badly. I, I have seen How to Train Your Dragon too. I'd only pull for that because Craig Ferguson's in it, and so is um, oh his buddy from Scotland that I really like. Uh, shit, I can picture his face. He was a machine gun preacher. Damn it! What is his name? Uh, balls. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to look up the cast because it's going to drive me bonkers. This but... is the first year that I have not seen any of the, the nominated animated films in like the last 20 years. Oh, it's going to look so bad on your resume. Um, now that he's out of college, I can make jokes like that. It's so much fun. Um, Training, Training Dragon 2 was pretty good. I, I mean, it, 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 I don't, I don't know if it was as good as the first one, but it was, um, but it has some pretty touching moments in it. It was, um, uh, yeah, there was, there was there was one point that brought a tear to my eye, and uh, and I won't I won't go into what that was, um, but it was uh, it was fun, you know, it was and very entertaining. Gerard Butler, is who I was thinking of, he was the voice of Stoic. Yeah, Stoic. I actually said that sort of kind of correct for once. That's a don't fucking count on that happening twice. If you've never seen Machine Gun Preacher, I recommend that. It's a bit documentary, a bit vice documentary, a bit artsy, but, but Jerry Butler's a pretty damn good actor. I, I think he's actually slightly underrated, if you ask me. But then again, I'm a I'm in the bag for Scotsman, so <laughs> it doesn't that don't help. Uh, but but uh, yeah, well, let's see what I got. I uh, got a 6.8 from IMDb, but what did Rotten Shitheads give it? Of course, you know, like Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, it's a decent... <laughs> got a 29%. Yeah, I could tell you right now that I saw the movie, it's better than 29% Rotten Tomatoes. 
<laughs> there is no Lego movie, though. Yeah, that's a weird one, isn't it? I, you know, this could be the first makes time. Zero sense. This could be the first time. No, it makes sense if you the Academy. <laughs> I understand the outrage, but I also understand how it got missed. I don't. Like, look at well, the, 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 the Everything Was Awesome is, in, is it nominated for Best Original Song from a, um, from a movie. That's well, what I'm saying. It's that they didn't totally gloss it, but they glossed it for the actual film part. Right, but you got to understand the Academy is about the arts. And it's about the, it's I, I, the yeah, the Lego movie was totally all handcrafted, you know, models and... That's not what I meant. You know it. <laughs> Tales of... The, than Dragon 2. Tales, the Tales of Princess Koyugi and Song of the Sea is more what I'm talking about. Neither of these, just looking at the fucking... Posters look like a chuckle a minute. Well, the Kayugo one is a Miyazaki. So that... Probably, so? That's probably going to win. Kick Miyazaki out. It better not win over here at Big Hero 6. Not from ever. They may actually have a riot. I'm not kidding you. Look, Gus Sirola of, of Rooster Teeth is the only guy I know who's a bigger cynic, more jaded, more of a curmudgeon than I am. And he loved it. If if you're cracking the stone on hearts of people like that dude, who really don't give a flying fuck what you think, <laughs> you're doing something right. Um, Miyazaki had better not win it. <laughs> Big Hero Six or it is hand drawn. So yeah, but again, see, you're just arguing against why the Lego. You're arguing for why the Lego Movie got left out. Well, I'm 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 advocating for all the technical achievements. Lego Movie was an incredible technical achievement. So it was a hand-drawn animated film in 2014. Uh, I don't understand why How Trainer Dragon 2 is up there. Uh, they just recycled models from the other one. That's still hand-drawn. They had to be hand-drawn at some point. What, Dragon 2? No. That was, that's 3D. It's on the computer. Right, right but... no. Wait, the Lego Movie wasn't hand-drawn. No, I'm not saying that was hand-drawn. Oh. No, he said the the Miyazaki movie was hand drawn. Oh well, yeah, I knew. That. I, I was I got confused. I was gonna say, then Lego movies three D. Why are you kicking out How to Train Your Dragon two? It's three D too. How about Box Trolls? The same. It's not the shit. same level of detail as the Lego movie. How about Box Trolls? Anybody give a shit about that? We'll throw that out and put the Lego. Well, movie. that's stop motion. So that's oh, get get that the fuck out of here! I hate stop motion. Um, I don't, but. Tim Burton would would slap you. <laughs> yes, Night Be- Nightmare Before Christmas pretty much also says I'm a complete fucking liar when it comes to hating stop motion. <laughs> it's really easy to do things for the show, kiddies, to put on your Cliffy Lee personality until you realize one of your favorite animated films is stop motion. Because uh, <laughs> Nightmare 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 Before Christmas kicks the shit out of all those. Still, did it win an Oscar? Oh no. I might have won for song, maybe. I should have won for... <laughs> I, I gotta say, the Lego movie thing, yeah, that's a bit of a travesty. Mm-hmm. I mean, not for winning, but just to be nominated. Nominated, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the Grand Budapest Hotel made it in, so I'm kind of I got, I'm kind of really finding it hard to get angry. <laughs> it's a Wes Anderson comedy, and it made it for Best Picture. That's a step in the right direction. That is kind of the, the yin and the yang of the Oscar of the Academy of Arts and Motion Picture Sciences or whatever the fuck they call themselves. 
they take a step forward by nominating something like Grand Budapest Hotel for Best Picture, and then they take a step back by taking out the Lego movie, or not nominating the Lego movie. And I'll tell you why it was. Too slick, too marketable, too mainstream. Not that Big Hero 6 wasn't, but the main character in Big Hero 6 is a white fucking blob. It's the Michelin Man, not fully drawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I did... How they nominate this shit is just... Actually, I'd like to know exactly how they nominate this crap. Cause, but you're not you're not wrong, Glaze. The the Lego movie being not even nominated was pretty ridiculous. And it's funny at first because when I, when I saw the nominees, I got confused and thought the Lego movie was 2013, not 2014. I got confused for a minute. It was, a, it was early last year. That tends to play into it too, though. Yeah. Yeah, but when the hell was I, I, yeah? But that the, even that doesn't. If you're going to try and use that as an argument, I don't make much sense because I think How to Train Your Dragon Two was pretty early last year too. Okay, so Nightmare Before Christmas was nominated for Best Visual Effects, and it lost to Jurassic Park. Uh, I don't feel bad about that. Mm. Yeah, even even to be a contrarian prick, I can't argue that one. Although there is that scene in Jurassic Park where the dude is getting pulled in by hands into the Tyrannosaurus Rex. And you really don't even need to slow it to show that off. That is one of the greatest fuck-ups. That and the dog collar on the wolf dances with wolves. <laughs> that one you do need to stop. You need to single frame it to see it. Um, when the hell was its release? Does IMDb say that shit? June 13th. Okay. That's still early-ish in the year. Uh, was that the, was that the, yeah, there we go, 2014. Lego Movie. Damn it. February 7th. Mm, that, yeah, in, in the way, in how stupid the Academy does stuff. That kind of makes sense. I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm saying it, it uh, yeah, it was probably the early year thing. Why is that? Because that happens in Game of the Year stuff, too. Like, something comes out in January and it's forgotten by the time the Game of the Year shits are out. Are humans just that so self-absorbed and in the moment that they forget shit that came out a mere ten months earlier? Mm-hmm. They do. Jesus. What's the most recent? What's the most... What's the, what's the last thing you saw? Yeah. I you, agree, so. you agree, Glace? Is it, the, is it that bad? Uh People's memory? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> There's so much stuff that comes out. You know, it's... You, you forgot, so... What, that it came out in 2013? Yeah. I'm slightly different, though. I'm a little bit stupid, and I'm a little bit scatterbrained. <laughs> yeah, I guess I am the average person. Never mind. Um... <laughs> Go ahead, be offended, but I don't care. Uh... Plus, I gotta say... You know what's funny? Remember how at the end of last year when we did the, the end of the year show? And we did basically didn't do a game of the year because we thought last year was kind of the worst year in gaming in a long time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you two articulated that, but I'm pretty sure I probably flat-ass said that. During the break, I thought, man, I'm being kind of hard on games. 
I couldn't have been that bad just because I got buried my head in like six survival games throughout the entire year and a few MMOs and called it a day. I have listened to snippets of four or five podcasts plus the vi- Rooster Teeth video podcast. We're not the only ones that think that. <laughs> a vast majority of people think that, that last year was one of the worst years in gaming. <laughs> So I, I don't know if that makes you feel better or worse or, or, or if it even validates us, but I was kind of surprised and and felt slightly better. Um, and I quite honestly don't think this year's going to be much better. At least not right now. From what, I've, from what I've seen, there are a lot of games coming out this year, but I don't know how, in terms of the quality what exactly to uh, expect. Rockstar doesn't stop jerking me around. I'm not buying fucking Grand Theft Auto V on PC. Because at this point, I could have bought it six separate times for 360. I legitimately wanted to play it on PC. It's why I didn't get it for 360 when Glace bought it. It has now been moved. It's worse. It's almost as bad as Kitty Dragons. But at least I know Grand Theft Auto in PC form exists. Uh, it was supposed to be Valentine's Day, which is such a Rockstar thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> release the most violent not kind of woman game on the face of the earth on Valentine's Day. Uh but now it's been pushed back to March 24th. It's like you fucking bastards, you really don't want my money, do you? Um let's let's uh well any, anything else? Okay, so we brought up the Oscars. Anything else uh John that you Saw this week, or should we close out the show with uh, the Nintendo Direct stuff? Uh, I'm going to move on to Nintendo Direct. Nothing? Seriously? Um, well, to be honest, I've had, I've had a very busy week uh, with with work and stuff going on at home, so I uh, I I have I have my, my my attention my attention has been on my Wii U uh, and my experience of setting it back up. I guess I could I could mention that a little bit. That, yeah, I saw your I saw your text and I read it and it. <laughs> Having, well, I guess it's an experience I've never had because the two times I had, well, one was a bad disk drive and one was a red ring. I took it to GameStop and traded it. Mm-hmm. Got trading credit and bought a new one both times because <laughs> I couldn't yeah. be bothered. The, uh, my, my only other experience uh, with, uh, with sending a console in for, for repair was my original 360 that red, that red ringed and... Right. Uh, and that came back. Um, and when that came back, I'm trying to remember if I had to, if I had to re-download everything or what. But all, you know, when you, all my achievements and stuff were were intact. I remember that much. And uh, you should have been able to use the tran. I vaguely recall knowing you when that happened. I think you should have used, been able to use the transfer cable because I was both times. Mm-hmm. Or no, yeah. I take that back. I did that once. I used the transfer cable when I bought when I bought a new Xbox and transferred from the smaller hard drive one, the white one, to the uh, Ooh, right, right, to the right. black one. Um, but you know that, that experience wasn't too bad. The, the Nintendo one um, has 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 been up and down. It was probably um, like the fact that they that they offered to to do the out of warranty repair for free and and as it turned out, replaced both my discs um, with fresh copies. Uh, for free um, was was pretty good. 
I kind of wish the turnaround had been a bit faster, but they been, but the reason why I got it for free was because they were they, they admitted that they were being slow. But uh, you know, getting the system back and setting it up from scratch and finding all my all my game saves still uh, still intact um, was a nice surprise. Um, you know, very happy about that. Just had to re-download everything. So the only real thing that was annoying about the the whole process was. Um, the actual eShop itself and trying navigating through there and you know I found I found all my games that I had downloaded before <clears throat> and and DLC so finding it wasn't the problem but except that there was no way to queue it up quickly like there's no like you know checkbox next to every one just to go say download this 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 start it, I had to go into the individual game pick it and then go through five screens of accepting things like are you sure do you own the game? You know, for the DLC that asks you, do you own the game? Press next, press accept, and and then finally download. It was it was definitely five different clicks, and each screen, you know, wasn't instantaneous. It was a couple seconds for each each screen to come up, and um, so it took, took a little while, but I got them all. Um, I think at the end, of, so I got all my games back. I got all my DLC back. Everything seems to be working fine. Game saves are fine. Um, I, I was a bit worried because. Um, as I mentioned in my my little note on the on the Facebook chat, the the letter had indicated that the opposite was going to happen, and everything everything was going to you know all my game save data and personal information was going to be gone. But nope, it's all there, um, the, and that's on the Wii U side. Uh, as I found, I, I investigated the Wii side today, and all my <clears throat> all my games that I had transferred from my original Wii to my Wii U through through the system transfer tool. And I put on my SD card um, were not functioning. I couldn't I couldn't load them um, from the SD card from as it says from this console. So that did get lost. Um, but I figured I'd give it a shot, and and I went into the Wii store and downloaded the games. Again, a bit of a tedious process to download my games one by one, but I tried out a couple and. Once I downloaded the game, I guess, and therefore the my you know downloaded my license again, the games uh, started to work again on the on the SD card. <clears throat> now, if I if I downloaded if I let's give an example if I downloaded Mega Man One, um, it worked on the SD card. If I delete it from the system memory again, it didn't work again on the SD card. So I had to download it and then move it back to the SD card because I. Because the number of games I have and, and various things um, is, exceeds the system memory of the Wii, and for and again, for some you know because Nintendo, the Wii the Wii channel system memory is the same as the Wii system, even though the Wii U has a, a much bigger hard drive, like it has the 32 gig hard drive, versus the this the small flash memory of the Wii, it still limits you to that amount of space, which is why I even have to have an SD card and not use it as additional hard drive space for what we use stuff. So it's just a bit of backward stuff, but but um, it, but now it works. I downloaded all every every game I ever bought uh, off the off the Wii shop is now back on my on my system. So I am back in business, uh, top to bottom, with two games that I can now register for Club Nintendo and get get my Club Nintendo points slash coins. To, that I can use to exchange for more games or or um, merchandise, um, and which I'll, I'm sure I will download games with. Um, and what was the other bonus that came out of this? Um, 
trying to think of what it was. Was there another bonus? But anyway, all things be back in order, working order. As returns for repair go, it had some tedious bits, but overall, I, I, I'd say I've heard it far worse. Yeah, I mean, I remember before there were such things as Nintendo network IDs that linked your games to your account. Uh, you were linked to your system. And I, I remember listening to podcasts a couple of years ago where people were saying that they had to change their system and they couldn't get their games back or they had to go through a really tedious, like, talk to, once they got their system back or or whatever it was, um, they had to, then they had to, to talk to customer service to figure out how to, you know, convince them, you know, figure how to... Sorry, talk to customer service and try to convince them to give them their games back that they had lost because their their system broke or whatever it was. Or, and um, yeah, I, I'm glad I didn't have to face any of that kind of bullshit. Okay, so final thing tonight, the Nintendo Direct. Uh, I really don't want to talk about everyone, so if I'm going to read these out for the audience that hasn't didn't pay any attention to the Nintendo Direct uh, that was held uh, yesterday. Uh, as of the recording of this, uh, if you want to pick one that we can all talk about, I really don't have anything. Uh, we'll kind of do that, wrap up the show, and call it a day. Okay, so here's the list of things that were talked about at the lengthy presentation. New Fire Emblem title announced for 3DS. No title confirmed. Nintendo announces Wii titles as Wii U digital re-releases. Uh, taking a page out of Sony's act. Puzzle and Dragons Super Mario Edition coming stateside. Super Mario Brothers Amoeba hit alongside Mario Party hits alongside Mario Party on March 20th or excuse me Mario Party 10 on March 20th. New 3DS XL arrives in North America on February 13th. No smaller model confirmed. Nintendo shows off Splatoon's multiplayer hub and character customization. Tingle arrives in Hyrule Warriors on February 5th. I could think of a lot of people who having my ass handed to, or getting my ass kicked by, wouldn't be too humiliating. That would be humiliating. Rare Marth Amiibo turns common. More are on the way. Nintendo brings cross-buy functionality with new Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Xenoblade Chronicles is coming to new 3DS in North America in April. Here's what the Toad Amiibo does in Treasure Tracker. Nintendo announces free-to-play Pokemon Shuffle for 3DS eShop. Nintendo gives release dates and 3DS XL, 3DS XL designs for Majora's Mask 3D and Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, uh, which both of those by this time are probably sold out. Codename Steam welcomes guest fighters via Fire Emblem Amiibos. Kirby and the Rainbow Curse blown back a week. Tekken producers, producer announces free to download Project Treasure for the Wii U. Uh, Glace, you haven't had a hell of a lot to say in the last few minutes. Of those, what's the one that interests or enrages you the most? Uh, probably the one that interests me the most is the, the eShop deals I was talking about earlier. Uh, on those, for the first week that the deals come out, they're half off, so they're only $10.00. And the one that I'm interested in is the Metroid Prime trilogy, which is coming out soon for ten dollars. Heck yes. Hmm. Heck yes. Now is this yes. the the Wii re Wii re releases? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Now, okay. I, I, I'm not even sure if I would consider it re releases as much as it's now Wii. There's an actual Wii Virtual Console. 
You know what I mean? Well, that's what they have as Wii U digital re-releases here. So that's what I'm going off of. I'm not actually oh, ripping. Oh, okay. They're calling okay. it Wii titles as Wii U digital re-releases. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, there's a link to each one of these, but I just didn't feel like opening a bunch of windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, anything that irritates or annoys you, Glace, or is this pretty standard Nintendo stuff? Um, the thing that I guess that irritates me the most is not having the normal new 3DS come out. And I guess it's just the fact that the, there's a new 3DS. <laughs> well, it's the one with the extra nub and the more horsepower that we were wondering if it was ever going to get here to North America. And of course it was going to. They want to make money. I think those Majora's Mask 3D and the Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate ones are already gone. Uh, I know Majora, some... Majora's Mask for sure. Yeah, I know someone that, that, that... Or no, two people I think that got that were able to snap up a Majora's Mask one. That Majora's Mask one, I gotta admit, was pretty a uh, pretty awesome looking device. Actually, both of them were. Uh, just just off of um, shit aesthetics. I like I liked them both. The aesthetics of both is a custom, more custom design uh, for a 3DS, which I thought was kind of smart. Yeah, Majora's Mask is obviously going to be the more popular or more wanted version, but I thought both of them looked really awesome and that you could separate your Nintendo 3DS from others uh, if you wanted to plop down the cash. John, what was your, the thing that had you most excited by this one? Um, most excited? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I'm, I'm happy, I was kind of hoping, some, there were some things that I was hoping were going to be talked about a bit more, um, like the, the new Yoshi game, but I was happy to see the Kirby and the, Rainbow Curse got uh, announced in February. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, big fan of, of uh, the Canvas Curse type stuff. Um, the Wii games coming to the eShop I thought was very interesting, especially for games that I want. Like the that Metroid Prime trilogy is uh, crazy hard to come by if you try to find the actual one kicking around and um, the actual disc release. And having it for ten bucks. On on the hard drive, I I don't have any problem with that at all. <clears throat> um, it, it'd be cool if it, if it if it came with GameCube uh, supported uh, you know twin stick uh, support, but it probably won't. But it's uh you know that 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 that's the definitely the, the big prize of that whole uh, re-release thing. <clears throat> and Fire Emblem, I haven't played one. The the, the new 3DS. The more I think about it, you know. I probably would like to have one, to, to, you know, to have one, but, you know, I'm thinking about, it kind of bothers me about how many 3DSs they, they must have sold over Christmas with, with, uh, to go with, with Smash Brothers and, and, and then turn around a month later or two months later and have a whole new system. So, oh yeah, well, here's this thing that we could have sold you during Christmas, but, uh, here it is, you know, it's, it's a little bit annoying, but. Yes, I, I, I put that in some Nintendo's camp, but as a consumer, you have a choice. Oh, sure. Want it now or wait? Um, but yeah, the uh, any, anything, so would we call that what annoyed you about it was the timing of the 3DS XL release? Maybe a little bit. Um, Majora's Mask looks pretty good on the system. I saw like a, a, a play... Um, a gameplay trailer or whatever it was, or a, a twenty minutes of gameplay kind of thing, and it looks it looks pretty sharp. Uh, I wish it played on my 3ds, 
Because I don't, I don't think, I, as much as I want one of these, I don't think I can justify getting another one for for a while yet, unless this one breaks. Peter smashes it or <laughs> drops it on something. But oh yeah, there's one. Here's the thing that annoyed me about the 3DS. Um, apparently, they're selling it without it without an AC adapter. <laughs> so. Yep. Yeah, so if I'm gonna if I'm gonna buy one and I want to sell my my old one, then I'm gonna have to sell it without an without an adapter. That doesn't sound very attractive to. I think that will get corrected, or there'll be bundles where you pay ten bucks more. Yeah, they have to be right. This doesn't make any sense why it wouldn't. Like Uh, out of out of the box, you wouldn't like if you didn't if you didn't own one and you bought one out of the box, you wouldn't be. you know, would it be charged? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> what would you do after an hour? <laughs> well, I got to. Uh, I don't even want to get into it. It's just a dumb call. There's got to be a way to charge it of some type. I don't know. Is 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 there a base like a like a dock? I don't know. Like the, well, I, see, I'm questioning whether that was a miscommunication or something. It seems strange to me not to give you something new without any way to charge it. If you're buying, like, if I was buying one, since I've never owned one. Yeah, exactly. I, I think let let's let's classify that as a miscommunication slash possibility at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's that's almost negligence, just because everything has to have a charger. You see what I'm saying? I, I maybe something got lost in translation or not explained well. I'll keep an eye on that for you, though, John. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that the only thing out of this for me, and it's not so much that it annoys me. I mean, this is it. Look, it's the first part of January. Did you really expect them to give away everything? We're not even close to E three yet. I thought it was a solid, yet very Nintendo uh, like conference, but this rare Marth amiibo turns common. I saw people flipping out about it. It's like, duh. All this rare shit. It's the same thing as exclusivity. You know? Yeah, it's exclusive. So we get to say that in a press release. You know? I mean, about the only thing that that looks like it's going to be exclusive exclusive is Street Fighter V. And that's because Capcom hates money. Um, (laughs) And apparently wants to follow Midway into bankruptcy. And and uh, Namco, or not Namco, but uh, uh, shit, eh, forget it, one worth it for the joke. But the, but some of these amiibos turning common, <sighs> if you get irritated about that, you must spend your entire life being pissed off from the time you came out of your, your mother until the time you keel over from a heart attack in your mid-40s. It's just, it's called making money, you know. It's I don't like that rare thing anyway. Unless you're just gonna stick to your guns and keep it rare, you know. And you know everybody. A lot of the more hardcore gamer people were like, "Eh, eh these amiibos." I mean, even Jim went after them. Was are they DLC? Mm, maybe, but guess what? Don't fucking matter because they're selling like hotcakes. I got one guy sitting here in front of me that's got some, and I got another dude who's. Lives in Canada that's bought all of them, it seems like, anyway. Mm-hmm. Told you. <laughs> I knew they were going to sell like I knew they were going to sell well. You know. I, I saw someone post a, a stat they sold. Uh, <laughs> it's a factor of 10, I'm about to say, but like either he wrote 
I think I think he wrote twenty six million amiibos were sold. Does that sound right? Or two point six? I either is plausible to me. Um, <laughs> are you gonna get some amiibos, Glace, or have you yet? Uh. My brother and I split the price on a Luigi amiibo, and uh, I, I used it for Mario Kart. So I have a uh, I have a Luigi helmet that I can wear, and I also made a a me that looks like Luigi, except really stupid looking. And so <laughs> I, I play as Luigi me with the Luigi hat on. Does Luigi have a beard instead of the mustache? No, I, I gave him like a Fu Manchu mustache. Ah, yes. So, he, so he's alternate. He's so he's. Alternate dimension Luigi. Yes, alternate dimension Luigi, as a me. But then we also been using him for Super Smash Brothers, and in Super Smash Brothers you can train them, so like they'll learn the moves that you do. And my brother and I have been playing against him uh, together. Like we both were playing as Luigi against the Luigi amiibo, and so he's learning what move we're using. And now, ah. now neither of us can beat him. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. Like he'll he'll like three stock us. Like we can't get any damage off on him at all. So he, we have we have to destroy her own creation now. He's become too strong. I I did not watch the Jim Quisition or Jim debated. Is that uh, DLC or just you know a, a little kitschy thing? But I I don't think it matters. I think even if it is DLC, you're getting something more for your money than you normally get with with DLC. <laughs> you're getting something to look at. Yeah, there's yeah. an actual object, which I have we have on the shelf now. It's nice. Yeah, it's yeah I mean, he's, it, doing, he's doing his little plank move. It's kind of funny. Is, is, the quality is not top-notch if you're a toy collector, but as we it's, discussed... It's still pretty good. I was impressed out of the box from it. It was fairly decent. Yeah, see, that's that. A lot of people were going, "Well, they're not going to be as 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 well sculpted." It, it really varies on the model. I mean, oh yeah, I don't. The, the Animal Crossing amiibo looks awful. <laughs> I don't think I'd want a Tom Nook amiibo in my house. I'd be afraid to wake up one night and he's looking down on me from my bedside table, telling me I owe him rent or something. I think that's enough for me. How about you guys? Yep, that's cool. Okay, guys. Yep, I'm good. Ooh, can I self right. can I self promote right now? Sure, you can self promote okay. before I whore out whatever right. it is I do. Well, uh, after hours of of programming and extensive R and D, uh, my brother and I have produced our first app, uh, which is on the Google Play Store as of ten minutes ago. I've been refreshing the whole show until it comes up. Uh, it's called Zoomer. And it is virtual binoculars. So uh, thoroughly the most pointless app ever made. <laughs> uh, look it up if you uh, want to install stuff that to waste space on your phone. But <laughs> How's it spelled? Uh, Zoomer. Z-O-O-M-E-R. And I, I made a little binocular guy uh, as the uh, icon. Is it the dog? No, it's, it's green. It's a binocular guy. He's like waving. Um... I gotta see if I can. Yeah, there's there's actually a lot of things called Zoomer on the Google Play Store. Let's see. see it. I can I can message you the link. Well, I'm looking on my phone. We're killing. Oh. We'll pull up on my computer, so maybe it's not on the phone yet. Yeah, uh, shoot me the link while I'm doing the 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 
shilling shilling section. What what what's the, what's the picture again? It's a little binocular guy. Yeah, I found it. Okay. Oh, I found it. I found it on my phone. I just missed. I just missed it. Yep. N eight K nine. Yeah, it's 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 on Google Play on my phone. Uh, I'm installing it. And it's free. So. <laughs> nice hat, dude. That's all I'm going to say. I'll, I'll I'll throw you some link. Love in, I'll throw you some link love on the posting page. Um, except. Okay, it's downloading. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, so you could see Zoomer. Uh, we have a ton of ways you can do that. First off, Facebook. Send us friend requests, unless you're an obvious bot, we'll accept it. Uh, let's see, we have a website, it's called wonderpotonline.com, wonderpotonline.com. Generally, videos from our very own Patman and his Amiibo and uh, Xbox Adventures. Um, but this week, if you go to the site, uh, you will see Zoomer. I will link it there, because I post the podcast there every week. The reason I do that is A, for archival purposes, B, because we put an embedded player, so you can, let's see if the stupid app's going to open, see if you could, uh, so you can listen to it without having to download MP3s. But we are also on iTunes, as well as archive.org. Just search WonderPod, neither of them. You will, uh, holy crap, looking at my monitors through this thing, it was not a good idea. Um, it works, though. I can tell you Zoomer works. I'm playing with it right now on my phone. <laughs> Uh, let's see why I got, I lost my place. Uh, we are, uh, on, uh, Twitter at WonderPod Online, all in word at WonderPod Online. I'm going to give myself a seizure with this thing indoors. Uh, let's see. We have YouTube channels, the three, six, Wii YouTube channel. Gleisnader's got a YouTube channel, Bruce McGee YouTube channel, WonderPod Online YouTube channel for archive. Uh, Chris Lloyd's YouTube channel, his girlfriend, Olivia, Olivia made this. I do not know why I keep forgetting to memorize chris's channel sorry chris uh let's see ah fuck it none of that works for you we got an email address it's wonderpod at wonderpodonline.com wonderpod at wonderpodonline.com or you can follow me on twitter where i'll probably link zoomer too uh at o-r-i-g-i-m or you can follow john on twitter at john keogh j-o-n-k-e-h-o-e until episode 239 if i don't have a fatal seizure before then i'll see you people (laughs) cheers Goodbye.